How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. So reading from Ryan Fowler uh, just a few days ago, top scheme fits for Russell Wilson and quarterbacks potentially in the 2024 NFL offseason carousel. Uh, He goes through the Kirk Cousins fits, and one of those fits was Washington. Uh, Ryan joins us right now, courtesy of our BetQL guest, Hotline. Ryan wrote for uh, and worked for the Commanders for a while. He's now with Bleacher Report. You can follow him on Twitter at underscore Ryan Fowler underscore. Um, He does a lot of good work covering the league and the draft. But, you know, we refer to to Cousins as you-know-who because just the mention of his name, Ryan, around here uh, gets people into a lather. But you did write that there's a lot that makes sense with Adam Peters being the GM 
if they ended up going in that direction. Explain. Yeah, first things first, Kevin, appreciate you having me on. Um, look, I know, you know it's a good to have you back. That name. Yeah, absolutely. Look, you hear the name Kirk Cousins, and people are going to say, okay, I mean, I don't really want him back. I want to start with a fresh face. Maybe it's a Caleb Williams, Drake Mayer, Jane Daniels, right? But when you start to parallel Adam Peters and the process of a guy like Brock Purdy and who I think is going to be the head coach of the commanders, if, unless anything changes, and that is Ben Johnson coming in from the Detroit Lions. The offense that he runs where he wants to build on the run and play action and what Kirk did in Washington well and did in Minnesota well working with Kevin O'Connell these last few years, it does match up. Now, the money is obviously something that, you, that has to be discussed. Now, Washington has a ton of cap. That's a, that's a number that it remains fluid. But just if you want a veteran in a place to work with a young, offensive-minded head coach in Ben Johnson with the weapons that are there, and I'm sure Terry McLaurin, John Dawson, if they bring back Curtis Sam, we'll be very happy to see Kirk there. It's just an option there. And I just think Kirk is an underappreciated quarterback in this league, Kevin. I think people want these hero ball type of players, the Lamars, the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allen. That's fine. But at the end of the day, you don't need – one of those guys, if you have the necessary correlating pieces around him to be successful. Yeah, and I want everybody out there to know, I'm not just bringing it up because I'm a massive Kirk Cousins fan, as most of my listeners know and have been forever. It's because there is the possibility that Adam Peters and the collaboration that he'll have with his staff and the new coach and his you know offensive staff, perhaps they don't fall in love with Drake May or Jaden Daniels if Caleb Williams goes one, or maybe not even Caleb Williams, and, and the idea of perhaps trading up or taking him if he fell to number two. And if that's the case, you've st- you're still in the quarterback market. you know. And Justin Fields and Kirk Cousins are the two big non-draftable names out there in this offseason, unless you consider Russell Wilson to be one, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm right there with you, and I think – we go into every single year with the quarterbacks at the top, right? They're always the focal point each year, but there's not a guy in this draft. There, each guy, Caleb, Drake, and Jaden, have an elite trait, elite trait or a couple of them, and that's, that's great. You, you want to draft a guy in the top ten that has a multiplicity of elite traits to lead an offense. But Washington right now by no means is a roster to where you plug in a young quarterback like any of those names and you say that, they're going to next year compete for the NFC East title. Or if they were to bring in a Kirk Cousins or a Justin Fields, and I see that roster right now potentially challenging for an NFC East title. There are a lot of pieces on either side of the ball that this Washington Commanders roster and Adam Peters have to adjust both in the draft and in free agency before we ever sit here and say, like we were two years ago, Kevin, when Ron Rivera picked Carson Wentz as his guy to say this roster is a, quote, quarterback away. They're not at that point right now. No, they're not. But they do, as you mentioned, they've got, you know, uh, you know, depending on which salary cap site you use, they've either got the most available cap space or the second most available cap space. They have, you know, five picks, first three rounds, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think, you know, 
What makes sense about it, by the way, I don't think it'll happen. I think they're going to draft a quarterback at number two, and I personally think Kirk's going to stay in Minnesota. I think they'd be nuts not to re-sign him. But um, the fit with Ben Johnson and that offense, look, if you're a fan of Ben Johnson and you want Ben Johnson to be Washington's next head coach, and he certainly is the favorite at this point, then you want him because of what you've watched Detroit be offensively with Jared Goff. And that is being able to run the football, being able to boot and 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 play action off of being able to run the football with an outstanding offensive line. And, you know, the two quarterbacks in May and Daniels who would be there don't necessarily fit the Goff, you know, style. Kirk does, and he's a better version of Goff, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you as well, Kevin. And I think the big thing too with that is the way in which Ben Johnson didn't put all the pressure on Jared Goff to be what he was asked to be in Los Angeles because the way that they built offensively in the draft. They drafted Jameer Gibbs in round one. They drafted Sam Laporta. The way in which they use Amon or St. Brown and Josh Reynolds, both in the shallow to intermediate areas and taking those calculated shot plays. And when I look at a guy like Drake May and what he did under Chip Lindsey at North Carolina to where the pressure was on him consistently to move the football. It was not on yak after opportunities for the guys on the outside or handing it off to a stud like Amari and Hampton, who's a name to know moving forward. It was always on a guy like him to move the offense. So if Drake May is there at two, and most likely he will be, and I think that Washington alongside you, Kevin, does take a quarterback at two, whether it's him or, or Jaden to Caleb is the pick at one, you bring him in the building with Ben Johnson, be able to work, and not have so much pressure to be that guy on every single snap and play hero ball and use the weapons around you. I do think they add maybe another change of pace running back in this draft. They have to address tight end, get more weapons around him. It it provides you a nice foundation for a young quarterback around him. And, of course, we know you got to build up the front five because nothing else matters if you don't have guys blocking for you. We're talking to Ryan Fowler from Bleacher Report. So before we get to – the draft and your analysis of the quarterbacks, specifically the two that more that most likely will be there for Washington. What do you have to give up to get Justin Fields? Oh man, I, I think in May, in May, having you have to give him one. I think honestly, it wouldn't be I a wouldn't number. It wouldn't one. be the number two overall, Absolutely but you think not. it would be a first rounder? I think. So I, I think it's somewhere I personally would give up a, a future first-rounder. I wouldn't give up absolutely not the number two overall pick. Um, maybe a two and maybe a mid, and another late-round selection uh, for Justin Field. I think he's someone that, even coming out of Ohio State, I thought he was someone that was undervalued in his draft. I thought he should have gone in the top five, in my opinion. I, I like his game. I still like his game. I Honestly, I do not think he's the issue in Chicago, but if they want to start fresh and go that route, then they're going to go that route. But I don't think for me, if I'm watching Adam Peters and Justin Fields, the route is the route. I'll, I'll, I'll kick the tires a little bit, but I'm not giving up a, a ton of draft capital when I can really start over and get a guy like Drake Mayer, Jaden Daniels, potentially at two. Yeah, I, I think, you know, in just looking at some, of, I, I like Justin Fields too, and I do think Chicago is going to move on from him. Do you? I do. I do, yes. 
I mean, I, it's just, it's one of those things where the fit hasn't been right. And now you're looking at compensation. I think a future first would be the worst case. I think it's probably something less than that. Maybe when all is said and done, who knows? All right, let's talk about Washington at number two and let's just go with the assumption. Well, no, would you assume that Caleb Williams is number one overall? So Marvin Harrison Jr. is my top player in the class. And if it was in a perfect world, Kevin, um, I would keep Justin Fields in Chicago in a perfect world, um, not projecting what they're going to do, and, and pair him with D.J. Moore and try to build that thing up after drafting a guy like Darnell Wright last year. But I do believe that Caleb Williams is going to be the top overall pick, yes. All right, so let's go Jaden Daniels, Drake May. You're Washington, you're Adam Peters. Tell me about both of these guys and which direction you would go. Yeah, I'll start with Jaden Daniels. I know there's been a lot of buzz, right, with Mel Kuyper releasing his mock uh, a couple days ago. Let's all just calm down just a little bit with Jaden Daniels at two. Um, I've had a ton of conversations with league evaluators over the last few weeks and months, and the opinions vary on Jaden Daniels to where I do expect him to be a top 10 pick, Kevin, but there are some scouts I've talked to that have him in late second round, third round, to where, look, there's some Kyler Murray comparisons. There's some Lamar Jackson comparisons as a runner. I don't like that at all, specifically because Jaden Daniels is more that Robert Griffin III linear track runner. North-South, Lamar Jackson can beat you inside of a phone booth, east to west. There's nobody like Lamar Jackson in the game. There's nobody like him in his track class as far as an athletic perspective. However, Jaden is that roll of the dice for me type of player to where I don't think Washington has that luxury to do that right now at the quarterback position. Because his vertical ability down the field is beautiful to target guys like Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr., both guys most likely they're going to go on day one in April. But when you move back to the intermediate areas, to the shallow areas, he has average arm talent. And when he tries to consistently pump throws into condensed windows, I need to see more consistency from that. Now, there is nobody in this class as far as a dual-threat athletic ability that Jaden Daniels is. But I don't think if Ben Johnson is the head coach of the Washington Commanders, you want your quarterback as a rookie who, by the way, has to learn to get down at the NFL level or he's going to be out like we saw with Anthony Richardson early this year and Robert Griffin III when he was in Washington get hurt. I don't think Washington is going to have Jay Dales come in and be that face of the rushing attack, which I think is what you want to see from a guy like Jane Daniels. When it comes to Drake May, and I mentioned it a little bit earlier as far as the pressure that was on him, for that Tar Heel offense to where everything for their success point stemmed from him under center. And when I look at him inside a structure, his big six foot four frame, 220 plus pounds, to where it's pass first, then I'm gonna run. And I don't look to look my eyes towards the grass when I run. I keep my eyes up towards the second and third level of the defense. That's what makes it unique for Drake. And he's also the arm talent, the fundamental elite arm talent, which you need in today's day and age to where Either you're escaping east to west like Drake does or what Caleb Williams does where he escapes north-south, where he'll back up and turn a 20-yard throw into a 30-yard throw or a 30-yard throw into a 40-yard throw and that fundamental arm talent and arm angles to make any throw in the book. And when I look at the surroundings as well in Washington for Drake May to where I know he will come in and be that advanced processor, live inside of structure, inside the tackles, inside the pocket, and, and run with Brian Robinson and feed it to Chris Rodriguez Jr. and have more weapons around him. I just, Drake May is the guy for me at two. 
He is QB2 on my board in this year's draft. And the reason why I say that is because Jaden Daniels, for me, is more of that luxury type of athlete to where you're going to take a huge swing. Either you'll hit or you'll fall on your face. And with Drake May, for me, has more of that high floor, high ceiling combo in immediate production under center for Washington moving forward. So I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, the the big disagreement I would have is I I, I think I watched almost every snap of Jaden Daniels' season this year at LSU, and I don't think at all that he's a straight-line track runner uh, with no vision. Uh, he has, I think, great peripheral vision, great feel, great wiggle, great make-miss, you know, the ability to make people miss. Not to mention, I think his quickness is his – uh, impressive as his speed is. Um, but the other stuff is the concern for me, and that is he's 6'4 and he's 210. You know, Anthony Richardson is Cam Newton, you know, uh, mm-hmm. closer to 250. And he got hurt this year um, multiple yeah. times. Um, but yeah. really good information on May. Now, May is your QB2. Is he your is he your number two overall player after Marvin Harrison or is Caleb Williams? Caleb Williams is my number two overall player in the class right behind Marvin. He is. Okay. Then yeah. how would you rank the O-linemen? The O-linemen are fun. They are studs. And, Kevin, I can't wait to get down to Mobile here in just a few days. That right. The one-on-ones in Mobile, um, if anybody else out there is going to be able to be in Mobile and watch that, that's pay-per-view type of stuff. Um, for me, and I'll say this, and I'm willing to say this because I absolutely love this player, Olu Fusano and Joe Walt, I have Joe Walt as my top tackle in the class because I think he's a technician. And I know we love the premier athletes at the position. Um, I think Olu's ceiling is immense. But when I have two similar players at the position, I like to turn on tape if they're able to play the same defense. And I watched the Ohio State tape of Joe Walt and Olu Fusano. And Olu was on his face a little bit too much for me against a guy like JT Tuomalau. And when I watched right. Joe Walt, it was really easy for him on the perimeter. But Tyler Guyton from Oklahoma. Now, you're going to see his name a lot in round one box, but I expect him to go to Mobile and dominate and potentially be a top 15, top 10 pick in this class. I think if I'm a GM and I don't want to spend potentially a top six, seven pick on a Joe Walt or Olufashanu, I don't want to say I'm waiting for a guy like Tyler Guyton, but I think his floor and his ceiling are as immense as anybody in this tackle class. And I've said it a lot on a lot of other shows that he could tie his hands behind his back, Kevin, and win 90% of his reps. And what I mean by that is his feet, his lower half, and his fluidity are unbelievable at his size. This guy's a former tight end H-back recruited at TCU, then transferred to Oklahoma. His fluidity and the athleticism, whether you're in pass pro against a 235-pound Dallas Turner or a 260-pound Chase Young, it's Everything is easy. He walks his hips consistently to the opposing rushers, so stymie reps, takes the air out of a rep. It's beautiful stuff technically to watch. So at the top is Joel Olufushano, but as you move back, Tyler Guyton, Talise Fuwaga. I love the footwork and versatility of a guy like Troy Fatone from Washington. But I think personally, Kevin, a guy in this class that just deserves even more attention, can't wait to see him in Mobile, is Tyler Guyton from Oklahoma. I think he's sensational. I mean, obviously, you would not suggest that Alt or Fashano or even Guyton, you know, go number two overall. But in a trade back, how far back do you have to go and pick up value and then pick up an offensive lineman, one of the three? Yeah, I think you could go back to at least maybe eight or nine. I think 
as we move forward into this process, I know there are some major concerns with some things with Olu's uh, technicality to where he may slip out of the top 10. Um, I do expect Joel to go there, but if you move back to eight, nine, and you want to pick up more picks and shoot, if you want to live there and maybe take a, a JJ McCarthy, if you like him, or if you're sold on the type of Bo Nix type of quarterback, and then you want to grab your tackle, it's, there's a lot of avenues for Washington to go to get more fundamental talent in the building that overall is just, it's lacked for a long time, Kevin. Who is your fourth quarterback? My four, it, It's really right between J.J. McCarthy and Bo Nix. I have an appreciation for both. It, it's not Michael Penix from Washington. Um, for Michael, everyone went crazy right after that Texas game and said, Michael Penix is this guy. Mike, Michael Penix is this guy. Well, it's nice to sit back and have Romo Dunze and Jalen McMillan and Jalen Polk and a guy like Fatanu and Roger Rosengarten protecting for you. Both guys are going to be down to senior bowl. But when things break down for Michael Penix, he's an all-arm thrower at the end of the day. Now, his arm talent is fantastic in the way he just throws with his arm. There is no core involved. There's no legs involved. So the mechanics lack immensely for me. And when things do break down, he's rough. And I see a lot of what I saw at Indiana for Michael Penix. And really, Kevin, his evaluation parallels similar to me, for me, of what I saw from Hendon Hooker going from Virginia Tech, Tennessee. Now, I don't want to throw it out there and fill those comparisons, but what Hendon was at Tennessee, right, with Cedric Tillman and Jalen Hyatt, right. and Michael Penix in that vertical offense, there are some similarities there. But for me, it's Caleb, Drake, it's going to be Bo Nix, and then it's J.J. McCarthy as my top four quarterbacks in this By class. The, I'm forgetting here. Is Hooker in Detroit? Is that where he is? Yes, he is. Yep. Yep. Okay. And and obviously after the the serious injury in the South Carolina game in 22, um he sat out the whole year. Uh yeah. it's funny how guys like that that we were so excited about, he was a potential Heisman trophy, you know, winner at one point. That Alabama Tennessee game was one of the most memorable games of the last 4 or 5 years in college football yeah. and you know, they get drafted off of an injury not as high as maybe they thought and it's like they're kind of forgotten. Real quickly as it relates to the upcoming draft. After Marvin Harrison Jr., who's who's the next best receiver? Is it Neighbors? I, I personally have Neighbors as my wide receiver, too. And then Romo Dunze is right behind him. I, I think he's outstanding as well. Both those guys I expect to be gone by the 11th or 12th pick in this draft. I think both are fantastic receivers, immediate plug-and-play weapons. And I think they're wherever they go, whatever offense they find themselves in, they have the, the separation ability, the hands, the three-level threat ability to just be immediate producers wherever they go. Is there an outstanding surefire edge pass rusher in this draft? For me, it's Leatu Latu from UCLA. Um, he is my edge one in this class. Um, I am maybe a little higher on a guy like Chop Robinson. I personally have him higher than Jared Verse and Dallas Turner in this class, specifically because of his explosiveness. Um, but Latu is everybody wants that twitched up 235 pound Michael Parsons coming off the edge. Leatu is not that. He is a technically advanced and refined pass rusher. And for people out there that are Carl thinking, well, what's a technique? Right, Karlaftis, the Ryan Kerrigan mold, to where he's not going to be the sexiest player in this draft from an athleticism perspective. But the way in which he can win with power to the outside, to the inside, the ability to run the fringe areas in the run game or step the edge, it's fantastic. And I'm also happy, Kevin, that he's going down to the senior bowl against this loaded group of tackles and saying – 
I'm going to make my case and show the scouts and GMs in attendance the reason why I am edge one in this class, and I want to show up and compete. So for me, my home run edge player in this class is Latu from UCLA. All right, 30 seconds, and I I'm just like these are just needs for Washington. How high will Brock Bowers go, and then who's the next best tight end, and where does he go? Yeah, I think Brock is going to be a top 10-11 pick in this class. I would not be shocked if the Jets go with him at 10 to add another weapon for Aaron Rodgers is the future of New York. Um, the injury has scared a couple people, but I think he's going to be 100% moving forward and a dynamic athlete, both in line and flex. Um, for me, tight end two in this class is Jatavian Sanders excuse me, from Texas. He'll be out at the Shrine Bowl uh, next week. They were a little bit of a under, you could say it's underproduced at Texas because of the weapons around him, but Kevin, as you know, there's only one ball to go around. So I think his production at the next level is going to increase. And then really, Kevin, behind them, there's a couple guys I'm really pumped up to see at the Senior Bowl, and that's Ben Sinnott from Kansas State, as versatile as you could look for in the class. Play the Y, play the F, play H back. He wore number 34 at Kansas State. He's going to wear number 80 down at the Senior Bowl because Jim Nagy's like, look, we got to get this guy looking like a tight end. People think he's a darn running back. But it's him and Jaheim Bell from Florida State, South Carolina transfer, to where you need mismatch nightmares at the position. And Washington's best tight end, at the, from an athleticism perspective, heading into this year was Armani Rodgers. And the Achilles yeah. injury was, un, it was unfortunate. And, and I yeah. wish him the best for Armani in his future. But I think Jaheim Bell, later portions of maybe middle of day two, later portions of day two, to see how, he, see how an offense projects him. But you need mismatch nightmares at the position. And Logan Thomas, Cole Turner, John Bates, I appreciate you guys showing up and wearing a uniform, but you got to have mismatches at the position. And two of those guys are my focus, are Senate and, and Jaheim Bell. All right, this was great, and I really appreciate it. You'll be at the Senior Bowl. I definitely would love to have you back on in a few weeks because, you know, I, I mean, we didn't even touch on the corners, and there are probably four or five of those that are projected first-rounders, and there's probably a need at corner uh, as well. Um, there's probably a need everywhere on this roster. Um, thanks for doing this, Ryan. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me on, Kevin. We'll talk soon. Ryan Fowler, Bleacher Report, Kevin Sheehan Show, the Team 980 and the Team980.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.